The charge was $800. (laughs) $800. I almost choked saying that. $800 because of something that her cousin's child did. But now the question is, who needs to pick up this charge? Is it the sister or is it herself? And I honestly, the reason they got charged, this is one of my biggest frustrations when it comes to 2020 life. Sorry, what year is it? 2022 life. But see whose side you're on. Today on the show, welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello. If you are new to our podcast, very thankful that you're here, or if you've been here for now 490 episodes, it's really cool. Our podcast is based in three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Do you remember what I got you for Mother's Day last year? I do not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is the point that I wanted to bring up and I wanted to throw that question at you. Because here we are. We are um, a few days away from Mother's Day. If you're listening in real time, today is uh, Mm -hmm. Thursday, the 5th. And there are conversations behind the scenes right now, Mom, of what we're supposed to do or should do for you for Mother's Day. Mm. Oh, I see. And uh, we're kind of going back and forth. It's kind of been like a week-long discussion now. But to be honest at this point, it's not. Oh, that's right. Y'all all all go in together. Yeah. See, you don't even remember that, do you? Um, I do now. Do, honestly, if you had, if you really had to reach back a year ago, you don't remember what yeah. what we got, like gave gave you or did for you. Okay, I, you gave me wind chimes. Was that last year? Or I don't know. Before? I, I the, the, here's the thing. I don't even remember. Uh huh. I don't See? remember what we did for you this time last year because I was trying to think about it. I was like, what did we? I'm sure, I'm sure we got you some kind of gift and did some kind of appreciation, mm-hmm. something, but I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about. I wonder how important. Mm-hmm. A Mother's Day gift really is to a mom. You know what I mean? Um, well, I'll tell you what. It's important to me. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. You don't even remember what I got you though, this time last year. Even if I don't remember it today, exactly what it was, it's important to me on Mother's Day to receive something lovely from my children. So what do you, what do you want this to year? To show their appreciation to me. What do you, what do you want this year? I thought I was getting cozy earth sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's going to be your gift. I don't know your um, your other siblings like they they're just all over the place. You know me. I'm let's just order something and be done. But they're all sentimental and just. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I I mean obviously it's, it's Mother's Day. It's an important day. I mean I want you to feel love. I I just we just it's just funny. I wish you could see this text conversation. now it's 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 just it's ongoing. Uh, mm. so I mean, honestly, if what, what would you want for mother's day this year? I'm not telling you obviously anything what we're doing three, for you, but like what, what anything the three of you decide. No, like but that's not what I'm asking. I mean, I don't have a specific thing in mind. Nothing pops in your head. Of like, well, you know, what I really would like for mother's day this. No, but it's great. I didn't, I honestly didn't think you would think the gift was that important. I didn't, I just didn't think you oh, would. Well, I just want to be remembered. I don't care how large or small it is. Doesn't matter to but you. It's lovely. It's lovely to receive a gift. Um, it's lovely. There's a survey that came out from Lending Tree today talking about what moms really want. Uh, mm. I'll give you top five. A uh, gift card is number five. Special meal, easy enough. Number four. Mm-hmm. Number three, mm-hmm. flowers or plants. Have we ever mm. seen you flowers before? I don't think we have. Yes. 
You sent me three roses one time and they all three died. Oh, okay. Three rose bushes. <laughs> that probably wasn't the best investment. <laughs> but I ask, I ask for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is just quality time. Mom said they just want quality mm-hmm. time. Uh, the now number one thing fate. that moms really want, they say for uh, Mother's Day this year, is a, just simply a card. Just a card. Oh, On average, nice. uh, a pair, uh, people will spend $225 on their mom. $225. Oh. Wow. I don't think we're going to spend $225 on mom, just FYI. But that's a lot. <laughs> uh, men, by the way, spend more than women do on Mother's Day. They spend about $276 mm-hmm. versus women who spend $168 on their moms. That's because boys love their moms. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Men who are fathers will spend the most. Oh. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why you're getting a little shafted over here. is how much men spend. They know what I've gone through. Uh, It says that's because they probably have to buy gifts for more than one mom in their life, though. So that's that's probably why it's total. So maybe that's for their, you know, obviously their Mm -hmm. mom's kid and then their mom, mom. Yeah, you better not forget her. Uh, her. 78% of moms don't expect their kids to spend $50 or more, by the way. Mm -hmm. 40% Mm -hmm. actually expect their kids to spend nothing. Oh, on Mother's Day. I see. But 20% last last fact here, 20% of moms say they have been disappointed by Mother's Day gifts in the past. So hmm. one in five moms listening to this podcast right now have been disappointed with a Mother's Day gift in the past. No, I've never been disappointed with one. Nothing ever pops in mind where you're like, well, oh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, not ever. I don't know if I've ever been disappointed with a gift before. I'm trying to think if I've ever been like disappointed. I'm sure when I was a kid, you know, like when you're a kid and you really wanted like one special gift. You want everything in the whole wide yeah, world you, and you, you, and you get like, everything except one thing and yeah. you decide that's the one thing you want and everything else is terrible. That's not, that sound like me? hmm Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, well, I can tell you just a heads up, as of right now, your Mother's Day gift has not been confirmed. So, Well, you guys better jump on it. <laughs> I mean, it's coming up. I just, but this, here's what's interesting. And I want everyone to take away from this conversation. Your mother literally will not remember what you do for her a year from now. So it honestly, you're stressing about it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it probably won't, it probably won't matter this time. But on that day, she'll remember if she doesn't get remembered. Yes. Just something. Mm-hmm. You got to do something. But the fact is. You got to do something. You got to do something. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you an iPhone hack that I just figured out about today? And I don't know. Yes, if I, I Actually, I'd like for everyone to kind of play along with this game. I, I don't know if this works for Android. I'm sure they have a, a similar, similar feature. So my iPhone is getting close to two years now. And I've always said, like, it's. Like your, I usually have the Apple upgrade plan because yeah. just because I use my phone so much for social media and everything that I really like it, these things usually fry. But when I switched yeah. over from, uh, I had AT&T and then I switched over to Mint Mobile, which by the way, yeah. even though I don't promote them anymore, still love, just renewed my plan. Mm. Um, I, well, it's cheap. It's $240 a year. I know the service That's is so amazing. good. That's like we almost pay a month. Yeah, I can't. I can't walk away from it now. It's so good, mm. and the service is great. This is. I. I got no coupon code for you. No plug. I get no benefit from saying <laughs> that. Uh, but they were an advertiser, and I was kind of skeptical about it. I was like, oh, we'll see. But now I'm listen. I'm a paying customer. I'm happy with it. I love it. <laughs> um, I. Uh, so I, when I switched over, though, I can't use the Apple Upgrade plan anymore. So my, um. 
Like, usually we get a new phone every year through the Apple upgrade program, which is basically Apple sends you a new phone every single year as long as you stay on the plan. But you have to have like one of the major carriers to do it. Why? I'm not sure. Uh, so Because they I, charge more. Probably. There's probably some deal, mm-hmm. you know, between these mm-hmm. other guys. A little kickback. So mm-hmm. I um, I got a notification. That my phone's been kind of funky. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. Like just like weird things. Like I would send text messages. They would disappear. Um, yeah, I would just uh, – my, my phone was starting to freeze up. And I'm like, damn it. I, I, I mean I haven't paid this thing off yet. I still got about probably three or four more months until I can get a new one. Actually, I think it's November. It's a while, man. It's not, it's not, it's not soon, soon. So I, I finally get the notification on my phone. I said, Hey, your Apple storage is full. And actually, mom, you're the first person I thought of. Cause I feel like your storage is always full. This is always always a full. And I'm like, that full. So I, times. Yeah. I, I got the upgraded phone. Like this is the one that's mm-hmm. got more storage space on it. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. I should have plenty of space. 256 gigs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I open up my settings and you can go into where it says like iPhone storage, right? Or, you know, where how your storage is being used. And, 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 and in fact, there it was, it said 256 out of 256 gigs used. And I'm like, what the hell Whoa. am I using? I guess, I guess maybe it's a bunch of photos. Cause I do take a lot of pictures, you know, for Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I looked at it and I was like, no, it's not photos. Like, let me actually, let me go, let me go open this up. Do you want to guess, Mom, what my biggest? Because I, I know you have settings, but I just didn't even know this was a thing. And maybe everyone knows about this, but if not, this is gonna. This is like a, this is a hack that I feel like mm-hmm. we can all use to kind of keep our iPhones going a little bit longer. Do you want to guess mm-hmm. on my number one category of what what space was being used for? Photos. It's not photos. Oh. So as of right now, um, media, which I'm guessing would also be pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, media is it's a very small portion unless there's there's actually a huge one that says system data and i don't know what that is i have no idea oh what boy that is. you're in trouble now why because i i can never get anyone to figure that out what system Even data meant at verizon or no <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know i have no idea but it's all the background it's all the background stuff is the best i ever got even when i called apple that's annoying um so annoying. So that's that's like the biggest one, right? But then after that, uh, yeah, my photos, media, not taking up too much space. Um, let's see, apps, probably a tenth of the space. The biggest thing that I have is freaking text messages. Oh, my text messages were taking up about sixty gigs of space. Whoa, sixty gigs. Well, I should have guessed that because you always text. You never talk to anybody. But sixty gigs of space for text messages. So what I realized mm-hmm. though is that, I mean, these text messages never delete themselves. Right. Uh, one of the biggest culprits in this thing. I mean, some, like some most of my my good friends were were high up there. But yeah, I, like my highest, like one of my friends, I text with a lot. Uh, yeah. She's almost six gigs. I got a couple of friends that are like right, five, six gigs of data, which is like crazy amounts, right? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. But the crazy. damn Yancey fam, Yancey, the, the, the oh. group text was like number three or four. I was like, oh, it's got to go. Uh-oh. Uh, I didn't realize that that's like the biggest, one of your biggest sucks of space on your mm-hmm. iPhone. I'm assuming an Android would be the same thing is mm-hmm. literally text messages that you're never going to need. Like you're never, when are you going to go back to 2017? Now, some of y'all are petty. Okay. And I realize you're going to be, well, actually I need to remember what my partner said 
you know, <laughs> they promised me for my 40th birthday <laughs> back in 2019, they're going to take me to Aruba. Oh, dear. I need that text. But I can't think, I didn't realize there's a, there's a setting in here that will actually, after one year, it says auto delete old conversations. And you, mine oh. says you save up to 25 gigs of space on here. Anyway, it's a little hack in case you're starting to run out of iPhone storage. Mm-hmm. I want to check that out because like, what? 60 gigs. Uh, That's a lot. I had to delete all my text messages when I was working on my storage. But you're telling me there is an option to delete them? Uh, it will auto delete old conversations after a year if you, if you turn this oh. one setting on. But like people from my old radio station I don't even talk to anymore, like friends, <laughs> people that I've dated that I don't talk to anymore. There's a couple gigs. I'm like, what? Like y'all, y'all just taking up space in my life unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Got to go. Felt good. Felt good to get rid mm-hmm. of it. So just yeah. go check that. I'm curious if anybody else has more than 60 gigs of text messaging on their phone. I That sounds extremely high. Lot. It's obviously sending like pictures and videos and everything else, but maybe we can get that conversation started on the certified fans page. Cause I'd like to see like mm-hmm. the average of what people say, you know, or what people's um, just text Storage. messages, just text messages. So uh-huh. if you're wondering how to get to it, if you're on the iPhone and if you're an Android person, maybe you can put a little, explanation on how to get there but you go to um settings and then you go to general and then you go to iphone storage and then that'll break down each category so even still even though i've deleted every text message in the last year right uh, i Mm -hmm. still have about 18 gigs of it's just literally just text messaging wow a little life hack um, I wanted to give a musical review, not me mm. singing, um, <laughs> but a review of a musical. I went to go see Ain't Too Proud, which I told you I was a little worried about because mm-hmm. I didn't know any songs from The Temptations. I didn't think. And I'm like, man, I went to see the Donna mm-hmm. Summer musical a few weeks ago. And like, it was all right. And you can skip mm-hmm. over that one. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. But if you get a chance to go see Ain't Too Proud, it is really good. It's uh, of the same caliber of um uh, uh jersey boys oh wow have you ever seen jersey boys um mm. the only problem with going to any musical is the damn thing started at eight o'clock at night oh and like on a weeknight y'all i didn't i didn't get home till uh, 11 11 15 i mean i was probably in bed by 11 30 11 45 that's late. That's late. That's that only great I had. But I wasn't, I didn't walk in having a lot of high hopes that it was going to be mm-hmm. a good show. Mm-hmm. But uh, super good. So if you ever get a chance to go see it, highly recommend it. Ain't too proud. Um, it's touring right now. So it's probably coming to a city near you. Mm-hmm. Um, my awesome. mom pointed out a good fact that our animals are probably smarter than we give them credit for. <laughs> I always wonder. Like, what, I wonder what Kiki knows and what she doesn't know. Because sometimes I feel like she's so yeah. dumb, you know. Because yeah. I'm gonna give you an example. The dog's house trained. Yeah, like she knows better. But her success rate of actually peeing on the pee pad or peeing outside is forty percent. Yeah, stupid, right? Yeah. So then I'm like, I sit there, I'm like, maybe does she just not know? Can she, can her tiny little five pound, you know, body brain 
just not really comprehend that that's like what she's supposed to do yeah, or what. But then my mom brought up a great point today. Why can our dogs literally, they, they, they seem to forget a lot of important facts, but there's one fact, at least when you said this, mom, I laugh because I'm like, damn, every dog I've had has been the same exact way. Mm-hmm. There's one thing your dog will never, ever confuse or mess up. And what is that, mom? Mm-hmm. It's going to the groomer. Yeah. Groomer, oh, vet. No. Like mm-hmm. there are some locations yeah. that like your dog instantly 100% knows is not a good thing to do. <laughs> yes. So what happened exactly. with Winnie? My brother's dog's visiting my mom right now. You know, Winnie's the sweetest dog ever. And um, they didn't have, they couldn't get an appointment for her in Atlanta until sometime like around the 15th or so. So I got one here and I've had her groomed here uh, twice and, but not at this place in well over a year. Okay. And we drove up in the parking lot and I could tell already just by the look on her face, like she was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not doing it. How did it and was I she looking out the window? Was it, could yes. she like see it? Yes. Yeah. And I opened up the car door and I had the whole back seat down. So first I was in the back. Uh, uh-uh. uh, she buckled down. I have to lift her out of the car. She's about 35 or 40 pounds. Um, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, she would not budge. So I went around to the side door, same thing. And finally I had to use my mean voice. Say, Winnie, you know, come here. Probably wasn't that mean in hindsight. But- Don't fight me. Don't do this. And then she was like, oh. But she still wasn't totally into it. And then she's shaking like a leaf. I had to drag her in there on the leash. Then we got in there and she kept turning around to go back out the door. (laughs) It's like they know though. You know what I mean? Like they they know. know. What's so funny? And I feel so bad. See, Kiki isn't, doesn't quite have it like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because she, and it's almost sadder to me though, because like every time we hop in the car, I feel like she, you know, is always assuming <laughs> you're going somewhere unpleasant that we're going, well, that we're going to like the dog park. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I always feel like uh-huh. she has high hopes that like, yeah, something really good is about to happen. Yeah. yeah. So then like, I feel even worse when we pull up and I, I don't know when it is that she finally realizes she's at the vet. This, this one I go to here. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's like when we get to the doorstep, of this vet because at first like she gets out and she's like wow we're somewhere new and we're about to go for a walk or something really cool and then i feel like when we get to the step of this vet because it's almost i don't know if you can picture baltimore like row homes um oh yeah but it's in like one of those like row home type buildings so yeah uh if you've ever been to like the dc area you know what i'm talking about it's like like building 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 all connected right and there's like a little stoop, like a like steps up into it. I swear the second that she gets to that step, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. just like shaking, shaking ferociously, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like freaking mm-hmm. out, like, oh my God, we're here again. But it's like, mm-hmm. she'll never, like, you can't remember to pee on the pee pad, but you can remember the step. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I yes. start to question that kind of stuff. Like how, <laughs> how can you not remember like literally one step and you remember exactly where you are, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. when it comes to doing the simple things, yes. she just plays dumb sometimes. And it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, they know. They know. All right, mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Paul Tillich, who was just a wonderful theologian, one of my favorites. Our language has created the word loneliness to express the pain of being alone. And it has created the word solitude to express the glory of being alone. <laughs> and that's so true. You know, Maggie asked me all the time, are you bored? Are you lonely? You know, I'm never lo- I'm never bored. I'm never lonely because I love solitude. I love being by myself. Um, but there is a difference in being lonely and being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can be with somebody and be lonely. Yeah, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Those two don't necessarily have to go together, per se. Right. Uh, but that's one of the, the joys of learning to to meditate and to be still and be quiet. And the more you do it, the longer you can do it. And, you know, just to reach that place of pure solitude where you're just present with whatever is. It's a really, it is really glorious, as he says. Yeah, there's something really great about being alone too. Don't get me wrong; I do, I definitely get lonely sometimes. I know I sit here, I'm like, I love being single, I love it, and do what I want, blah blah blah. Um, (laughs) But it's also, I mean, it's hard. You know, it's definitely like it it can be a challenge. Like weekdays, I, I, oh, I love coming home to my house and it's quiet. Uh-huh. And any mess that's created is because of me. Mm-hmm. Any noise that's made is because of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if or Kiki or, or Kiki, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Usually, it's pooper pee on the floor. That's <laughs> Kiki's fault. Um, but there, there is a real art of of being alone. I think. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think. I think. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out, right? Because what I don't want it, what the to me, the wrong reason to be in a relationship is because you're lonely. But I feel like that's really oh, definitely a lot of the reasons why people are in relationships because yes. it's Especially not as older people. Well, it's not a skill that's really taught. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, I, I'm introvert. I get it, you know. Um, but I, what I don't want to do and what I haven't tried to do, and this is what I, especially when I first. We got separated like before I started dating that first girl. So it was probably about six months, right? Was like, I don't, I don't want to use loneliness as a reason to do anything mm-hmm. as like the catalyst for anything. Um, does that make sense or does that sound stupid? No, no, it makes perfect sense. I don't know if, if like you understand like because you're just using someone to fill a vacuum in your life, right? Right. Like I think mm-hmm. it's it's really awesome when you can learn to be alone, you know. Wow. And, uh, yes. But yeah, being. I also had to learn the difference between being depressed and being lonely, because mm. when I first got divorced, I usually I put those two together. Um, yeah. It was one of the same. It was like, oh my god, I'm so depressed. But then I realized I was really just lonely. So it was lonely and I didn't know how to fill that, uh, that space. That space felt so empty. I didn't even know how to use it as like quality time. Cause I had somebody around for 10 years. Right. And so I was just like, Oh my God, I think I'm depressed. I've got that. And, and separating those two can sometimes be a real challenge, but to, to do the work 
um, and figure out like, where is this? Like where that's what I had to do. I should watch say me um, to figure out like where that loneliness was coming from was really, um, or where that, that sadness, I guess is probably the better was coming from was a really mm-hmm. important thing. Um, Cause then like, I had, I had to like see it. Like, did I feel different when I had somebody around? Mm-hmm. Was it only when I was alone? You know? Um, right. I remember Maggie, my sister and I had a conversation. She's like, can you ever, oh, is that the wind chimes we bought you last Mother's Day? Um, <laughs> no, that's Winnie's alarm that it's time for her to eat. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, like what um, Maggie, Maggie, my sister and I, we had a conversation about it because we, she, I, I was talking about, she's like, oh, I think you just need to date. This is shortly after my divorce. Uh, I think you need mm-hmm. to date. I think you'd be happy if you were dating. And I told her, I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship until I'm okay with being alone. Mm-hmm. I don't like the vulnerability of that. Yep. You know? Um, yeah. When you're dependent upon another person to, to fill, fill that quiet, to fill that quiet space, life. you know? Yeah, exactly. Because listen, mm-hmm. that quiet space is not fun uh, until mm-hmm. you deal with what makes it not fun. Like I had to like mm-hmm. look up to a lot of demons in that situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. sometimes being stuck with your thoughts is not the, not the best thing. No, I'm not saying you should go live in a damn cave. <laughs> but what I'm saying is don't be fearful of being alone. Exactly. Don't Embrace it. it. Yeah. Don't use it as a, um, and, and trust me, listen, this took time. This took a lot of time yes, to it get does. it down, you know, and, and mm-hmm. some of it I was forced into, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the fact that I used to always be terrified of being alone. I couldn't go to the movie theater alone. I couldn't go to the din- di- dinner alone. I can't. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It just felt so weird mm-hmm. to do anything by myself. Mm-hmm. Damn, now, now I'm like, I got to go go eat with somebody else. Damn. They're going to have <laughs> recommendations of what they want. Ugh. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> listen, I know that y'all think I'm like this hermit, and I kind of am, but uh, I – if I can impart anything of this podcast today, it's don't be scared of being alone. Really right. spend some time with, with yourself. Cause it really is such a great gift. Um, it that, is. that's what I, I take from it and there's no one to harass yeah. you. It's really cool. And nobody, nobody mm-hmm. complains about anything when you're alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship, trust me, you get it. It's kind of nice to be alone mm-hmm. sometimes, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got a crazy survey. Um, I found this morning I was doing some show prep for the podcast. I mean, for the radio show. And here's the headline. Most Americans want therapists, but the search is overwhelming. Uh, It is Mental Health Awareness Month, by the way. And Mm. it says if you're planning on giving therapy a go, there's a study that may help the search. One poll found that 72% of Americans say that the, the search for a therapist overwhelms them. And when they do, it takes about five visits to really open up. Okay. So the survey goes on to say most people want someone who specializes in a field that relates to them, is easy to access, and has plenty of experience during your hunt for the right fit. Remember that most people say they see three therapists before finding the right one. It's listen, it's not an easy process to find. I mean, it's almost like dating, uh, to find the therapist of the right way. I, I found that the 
process very exhausting until BetterHelp came along because you would have to literally drive all over town trying to make appointments. And it was just, uh, it was just kind of a challenge. It was hard to fit into their schedule. You know, they're like, yeah, I can see you at most therapists. I was like, yeah, you can come in at like 8 PM, you know, on a Wednesday. And I'm like, I gotta go to bed at 8 PM, you know? Uh, (laughs) So BetterHelp is amazing. It's online therapy that you can do from the comfort of your phone, your comfort of your phone and your home or wherever you're at. Um, I, I like it a lot because of that reason alone. And it's the switching therapist thing. Cause I mean, it's just true. Like you just don't gel with everybody. I don't want to, what I don't want to sell you on when it comes to better help is I don't want you to think that like, you're just going to instantly hop on this app and all your problems are going to get solved. Like, it's just not how it's going to go. Uh, but with better help, switching your therapist is so easy. It's literally takes one click. And if you feel like you're not vibing with your therapist, boom, you know, you've got somebody else to see the next time. So uh, you can read their bios and, and that's really what I did. I love my therapist right now. She's, she's awesome. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video and phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with your therapist in under 48 hours. Don't forget, you also get 10% off because you're a listener of Certified Mama's Boy, just go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. All right, certified fans, hello. Thank you for being a part of our podcast. And if you're not a certified fan, maybe take a second to have a moment of gratitude for those that are certified fans, you know, because they... Mm financially make this podcast possible. You know, like when you used to, used to watch PBS or is that still a thing? I think it is. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about like back in the day when yeah. you would watch, you know, Barney or Sesame street and you would see those little things pop up and it was like public broadcasting is brought to you by, and yeah. you know, <laughs> people like you. Um, so <laughs> it basically is what this is. You know, this is, I would say mostly um, certified fan funded. So thank you. Every single person. Mom, explain what a certified fan is in 30 seconds or less. Okay. They are the wonderful people that keep this show going. They become members of our Facebook fan page. They get discounts on merch. They get a shout out for a show. They get uh, upcoming news and events before anyone else. And they get bonus mama text. Yep. There you go. You did great. That's it. That was fantastic. That was a great explanation, Mom. Um, all right. So when we have somebody new and we do need, uh, we need like three people this month to join. So if you've been considering, hopefully you'll, uh, you will, um, text the word fans, text the word fans to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, text the word fans to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. You can find out more about certified fans. And, uh, you can also find out more about uh, the benefits that you get by being so, um, when we don't have anybody new, we spend the wheel of certified fans and, we dedicate that show to them. So today, certified fan number 65. We're going way back. Certified wow. fan number 65. So this episode is dedicated to Melissa B of Spring Valley, California. Melissa B okay. of Spring Valley, California. She's been a certified fan since the third day that we started certified fans. That's crazy, wow. isn't it? That Isn't is that so wild? crazy, so wonderful. Yeah, Thank a long you. time. Thank you so much. We really, we really, really appreciate you, Melissa. You've been hanging here with us a long time. And uh, mm-hmm. anyone listening, no, it's because of Melissa and people from like the early days of why this podcast keeps going. 
That's right. So um, we're 10 episodes shy of 500 episodes, by the way, of Certified Mama's Boy, which is stupid. Uh, isn't that stupid? This is kind of crazy to think so about. So right? crazy. I know. I know. I can't even believe it. So crazy. Uh, so uh, for uh, my mom, this is your whoop whoop for my mom. Let's get this done. Yep. Whoop whoop to Melissa B. And if you want to join us, text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. All right, mom, uh, we'll do Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you ever have a dilemma that you want to run past my mom, who's been a mom now for 42 years, uh, you can always um, go to certifiedmamasboy.com and submit your story anonymously if you want to. And usually, unless you say you can say my name, I usually just leave it out. So. And then we, as a podcast family, also hop in with our advice. Mom, let's get to our mama. uh, I'm sorry, I asked my mom for today. (laughs) Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, I just got back from my honeymoon to find out that my family is all angry at me. We got married a couple of weeks ago. My husband and I made it clear to guests that our wedding was child-free. It was in the invitations, and we told our friends and family. This affected several families. I have a cousin with eight kids, and a lot of our family and friends have two or three kids. The main issue was the cost. Our venue charged the same price for anyone over two, the (laughs) same price as adults, so crazy, which was $250 each. Kids would double the cost, and our venue wasn't big enough for all the kids anyway. Do you know how much Dramaggy's wedding was per person? Oh, it came out to around a hundred dollars, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say two twenty two fifty sounds like for a food lot. for food and drink. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of friggin' money. Yeah, it's a lot. Maybe it was one hundred and twenty five, but it wasn't two fifty. Yeah. On the wedding day, one of my cousins showed up with her two kids. More. One of the groomsmen offered to drive the kids to the house, and we offered to pay for the sitter to be with the kids, but they refused and made a scene. My husband said he'd take care of it and told my cousin that the kids could and told my cousin that the kids could come to the wedding but wouldn't be able to come to the reception because the staff wasn't expecting them. They ignored him and brought the kids to the reception. <laughs> and the kids were horrible. They were screaming, running around the dance floor and throwing food. My bridesmaids pointed out that the food they threw got on my dress. And that's when I had enough. I gave my husband the look and he rounded up the kids, took them to the parents and asked them to leave. Before we left on the honeymoon, we sent a note to my cousin to apologize for throwing them out of the party and explaining why. The hotel charged us an extra $500 for the kids. Damn. Plus a $300 fee for having more at the reception than we had planned. Oof. I told my cousin that we feel they should reimburse us for the $800 they cost us. Instead of apologizing, they waited until we got home. Then we got a nasty call telling us we're out of line. I said they should be lucky I didn't send the dry cleaning bill for the dress. <laughs> My husband even said, this concludes our relationship with them. Help me sort this out. Who's wrong here? 
In my mind, there is no question who's wrong here. It is your cousin. That is horrible. I am so sorry. I I remember that dilemma when we were planning Maggie's wedding about children. We love children, love to have them there, but it is more expensive. And sometimes they act out like these kids do, and it can spoil the entire evening. No, no, no. They were totally in the wrong. Nope. Do we think that's an unfair new rule? I feel like that wasn't an option when I was getting married. To have the kids there or not to, to have, have, kids to have there? Yeah, right. To have no kids there. Do we feel like that's an unfair? I mean, you know my feel. First off, I just feel like a lot's changed in the wedding game since I got married, right? Like, oh, it's so it's so insane. When yes, it is when I got married, this was twenty two thousand eight, all right? Not nine, eight, something like that. Um, yeah, nine. I was um, first off, everybody got a plus one. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, like you got a plus one, and you know now. Yeah if you're single, you basically got to beg, like beg for a spot. If you want to try to even just bring a date, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, uh, it just acted like it's like, and they almost like gave you, gave you attitude about it. Like, oh, really? I mean, how, how long you know this person? Like, can you send them, can you send a bio of them? You know, I'm like, what? Like, mm-hmm. let me see their social media. Like what? Like, no, like I just, I want to bring, I don't want to go to a wedding by myself. It's awkward, you know, straight mm-hmm. up. Um, I think that's a weird rule. I've, I've always felt kind of weird about the kid rule. Um, because that wasn't an option back when I was getting married. You know what I mean? Like nobody really thought about don't bring your kids to the wedding. At least I, I can't think of That just seems like in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I'm let's, let's break that down remember. first. Is that a fair rule? You think if, if somebody does have kids to just say like, leave them at home. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, mom of that rule just in general. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times that, you know, because wedding venues are so expensive now that it's really hard. It's really hard to include kids because a lot of them charge them as adults, just like this one did. And that, it can see, really run up the cost. Well, that's definitely unfair, Yeah, but that's the way they are. Um, yeah. I think so. um, when you... When it comes to this situation specifically, yeah. At the end of the day, here's what I always say about weddings: like, take the kid thing out of it if we think it's fair or not. Like, if the bride said everyone has to wear a freaking banana on their forehead, <laughs> like you got to wear a damn banana on your forehead because mm-hmm. if it's their wedding, they can kind of make the rules. That's my thought, right? Like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter how what what the request is to me. It always the bride kind of whatever they say, bridegroom whatever they say, kind of goes. Yes. Um, but can you charge? Can you think of anything during your Maggie's wedding, Mom, where you felt like there was an extra charge and you needed to pass that charge along to somebody else because of something they did? No, fortunately not. Mm-mm. We. No, we had some problems with the limo service, but that worked itself out um, and musicians and things like that. But nothing, nothing like to do with the guest, nothing to do with the guest at all. Yeah. I would and some s- people did bring their kids and they brought sitters for them because this was a weekend event. 
or the kids were older and could stay by themselves, but could still enjoy, you know, the rest of the weekend, not necessarily with, with, um, the wedding and the reception, but you know, other things that were going on there. I'm going to say, I do think it's their responsibility, but that sucks. Hmm. It does suck. Yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, you have to hire a sitter. It's expensive if you're going away to a wedding. You know, you yeah. have to board your dog. <laughs> you yeah. have to hire a sitter for the weekend. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, somebody to stay overnight if you don't have have friends or family that can take care of your kids. It's expensive. Yeah. It is. But I do, I do think it is probably the cousin's responsibility. Oh, definitely. So that, for what it's worth. Totally out of line. I would have been horrified. <sighs> but I hate that. I hate that rule. There's no that I hate that rule. I hate it. Mm. But I hate it. I think it's I just think it seems unfair. Well, you know what's unfair is that people, adults, don't watch their children. Go on. And and keep them in line. Uh-huh. I mean, there is no excuse for those kids to have been running around the dance floor willy-nilly, acting crazy and throwing food. Yeah. No. no you're right. Where were the parents at the right. bar? Right. I mean, you know, it's the parents' fault. It's not the kids. Um, eight 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 Kramer eight. What do you think about those? Just those rules in general. Um, and is is it her responsibility? Whose responsibility is it? Extra eight hundred dollars though. That's so stupid. I know. That just seems so. so I I would go back to the hotel. I'm sure Jimmy Mack wouldn't put up with that. <laughs> I'm sure he would go back. I, I would go back to the hotel and say you can. Put this damn extra fine up your butt. Um, <laughs> but 888-Kramer8. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, I'm on three hours sleep. So, well, that's not true. Well, I'm pretty close. Three hours and probably 20 minutes. So I'm going to go sleep, get some rest, get a Friday show put together for you. I hope you have a fantastic Thursday if you're listening in real time. Thank you so much for being a part of this family that we've created. And we'll see you tomorrow with Jimmy Mack back on the show. See you. Hi, Kramer and Mama Nancy. This is Claudia from San Diego. Um, So I definitely have this crazy neighbor. He lives across the street from us. Um, I've lived here for eight years now. Um, We didn't know about him when we bought the house, obviously. Um, He he lives alone. He's about, I would say, 75 years old. I've never seen any family visit him. I know he was in the military, and I believe he's on meds with PTSD um, because sometimes he'll just be talking to himself. If anybody dares to park in his house, like in the street, 
oh, get ready for it. He will come after you. We were not aware, aware of that when we first in, so we learned the hard way. Um, he, he came out and got in my husband's face. My husband is really tall, so he got back in his face, and he's like, I'm not scared of you, so don't even try to push me or do anything, like, you know. Um, and then my husband, because he kind of got in his face, and he backed down, and he went inside. And ever since that day, he's left us alone. But obviously, when we have parties at our house, we tell everybody, do not park there. If we see anybody park there, we immediately tell them to move their car because we don't want any issues with that old, grumpy, old man. Um, so he leaves us alone I mean, because we don't park there. But yeah, he's kind of crazy. I wish and pray that he moves out one day, but he owns a house. <laughs> so we're stuck. Okay, love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.